hey, Dad, you think I can drive this one day? You think, you know, uh, is it cool? I said, I don't know. You get a job and go buy yourself one and drive around like you're Bob Seger. Go take care of it yourself. If if there is any investment that Rotolo Chevrolet could have made, I think (laughs) handing you the keys to a Chevy Silverado might be the greatest investment that they've ever made. It's pretty great. It's pretty. I, I I am looking for reasons to run errands now. So I, I mentioned to you that we went out to dinner last night. Yeah. I had to take uh, one. Oh, no, I'm going to go get the else. mail. <laughs> well, Why I, are you driving okay. there? It Speaking literally of, is going to okay. take longer. Yeah. All right. I want to get to these calls here in a second, but you since you brought it up, the truck's too long to fit in my driveway. Sure. Okay? No, it's like a Chevy Silverado. If, yep. if I parked it in my driveway, mm-hmm. the the bed of it would be sticking out into the street. So I can't do that. My the the street that I live on, um, the houses are jammed in there pretty good. There's not a ton of space between all the houses, so it's the curbs overlooking the ocean. So usually when you have I an wish. ocean view, they cram the uh, the homes <laughs> a little nice. closer. Um, there's not a piece of curb that is long enough to accommodate this truck, so I have to me? literally park it around the corner. Kind of, uh, I mean, you can see it from my house, but it's the only piece of curb that's long enough to leave it there. Yeah. So I have to kind of, like, I have a good, you know, 30 second, 45 second walk to the truck every day. It's, I can't park it in front of my house. Yeah, it's how too many big. times? I've, I've told you this before. A good friend of mine, he's a contractor, right? Uh-huh. And there are a lot of times um, him and I will get together. And sometimes, you know, I see his truck and I'm like, man, he's parking really far. <laughs> Do you know how baller that is? That his truck is so big. That he has to park around the corner. Trav, you I'm that guy. are that guy. <laughs> I am. You're the guy. Now, granted, you have zero knowledge when it comes to building anything. Whoa, whoa, but whoa. it doesn't matter. Don't, don't make me send you another picture of my glue work. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I, I will flex. The, see, I got the glue, and I ran it along the floor, and then mm-hmm. I pushed the piece of wood back on top of it. Boom. Finished. Basically a carpenter. <laughs> what else do you want to know? 100% of bourbon at 3 p.m. today. 100%. Yeah, you, you seem no like you're ready for that. You, you, you're better. Yeah. I, I, look, it's like anything else. When you're frustrated mm-hmm. with a relationship, with work, or whatever it might be, if you voice your frustration, you feel better. Right? Get it out. Get it out in the open. And I like to, I like you to came more out, you put it better. further in and just continue to suppress it. <laughs> Stomp it, it down. Yes. Yeah, that yes. always ends well. Yep, that that's always a, ends that's well. a good strategy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nothing ever goes wrong when you just hold on to it for as long as possible and then have it come out at the worst possible time. You should do that. You should, you should, you should keep doing that. Can you ESPN pass over Radio. the salt? Well, you know what? You know what your problem is? Let me tell you what the salt's all about. You see, the problem with you and salt is every damn time you ask me for the salt, you uh, say it with a look on your eye. You say it with a stupid, smug little look on your face, and I'm telling you right now, I'm tired of it. That's what's Seems a little personal, Trev. That's what's yeah, going to happen to you. I wasn't expecting that. I, was, I thought I was the angry one. You got it. You got it. You got to let it out, Slee. You got to let it out. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh... Davis in Van Nuys. Davis, you are on with Travis Ansley. What's up, Davis? Hey, how are you guys? Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to say that that Ali guy that called, the Sacramento Queens fan, um, he needs to relax. His team isn't even in the play-in spot. And Not second yet. of all, whether we Lakers won the championship in a bubble or not, it doesn't matter because if Miami won, I'm sure nobody was going to say that either way. So, but to say, you know, yes, I'm a big Lakers fan. I'm not happy with the way things are going right now, but I'm not giving up on my team. And uh, for Al, you know, I wanted, I wanted to let him know 
hey, buddy, I got your back. If uh, if you're ready to get arrested today because you run into a Sacramento fan, Thank give you, me a call, man. I'm, I'm with you. That. Let's do yep. this. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Let's meet at, uh, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm trying to find like, you know, you're trying to find like intimidating places and the best thing I'm going to come up with, I think there's a good smoothie shop like just <laughs> on the <Nectar>. corner. <laughs> <laughs> meet me at Nectar. We'll go knock heads. <laughs> I'm gonna. Hey, look. Are you here? I'm just ordering an acai bowl. Just give me. Just give me a second here. I'm gonna get a bright-eyed blueberry at Jamba Juice, and then we're gonna go knock some heads together. I like. By the way, that's the first time I've ever had uh, the sentence said where I've heard, "Hey, if you if you're ready to get arrested today, I got your back." I, I need more people like that's what Davis I'm talking in my about. Life. That's, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, listen. Pretty- I've been I've been a Raider fan for how long has it been now? At least ten days. Uh, Fifteen maybe years. Even, maybe even nine days. Like I can't. I can't think of when I officially became double, officially double became a, for sure. a, a Raiders fan. But right. that also has kind of changed me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like once you're in that Puff group, your you're a Raider fan. All of a sudden, you kind of walk around a little bit different. Well, why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you? All right. So, Al, you set set it up. You you came in. We were talking okay. this morning. <clears throat> this is something that's been biting. At. This is part of the why you're hot sleep today. I like it. No, I, okay, listen, I, I mean, for those who just, let's say you didn't watch the game or you didn't listen to the game. Yesterday I'm doing the Lakers broadcast. John and Michael are doing their thing. And once the game starts, um, you know, I have some time. I don't have a hit till the first quarter, blah, blah, blah. So I'm in the kitchen at the studio. And the everywhere I go, the broadcast is going to be on, so I'm listening to the broadcast. And I hear, um, I, I thought I heard – now, I thought this was for every miss that the Lakers had or a few of the misses the Lakers had. I'm like, wait a minute, is PA or some DJ playing something <clears throat> every time the Lakers miss? Are they mocking the Lakers when they miss? And I didn't put the pieces together. I mean, initially I was like, that's kind of funny. Um, but I didn't put the pieces together that this was only happening with Russell Westbrook. So take, an, take a listen to this. I sent Taylor this clip. Somebody on Twitter put it together where there's three, four of these clips. Take a listen. See Fox get off early. What is that possession so good for them offensively, Mark? Got to finish the possession with a defensive rebound. That's the guy you want shooting. And the Lakers half a step faster again. Just the tip outs are killing the game. What happens when Fox pushes tempo? Great things happen. If you run with him, if yep. you run with Tyrese. Okay, that's good, Taylor. Okay. You're cold as that's ice. That's amazing. So every time, what I didn't realize is this was not when the Lakers missed. This is not if a hey, Monk missed a shot or Reeves missed a shot. Every time Russell Westbrook missed a jumper, they were playing, you're as cold as ice. Okay. And and then it was right back to the defense, you know, like going like nothing happened. Right. And I'm 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 trying to I'm like wait a minute here, is this? And I didn't know until the post game show. We'll play Russell Westbrook here for a quick. Taylor, do you have that too of Russ? Uh, I'll let him put it together. Um, so you basically have the the Kings trolling Russell Westbrook specifically. After the game, they put up this post or during the game, whatever it was, coldest player of the night, mm. as in it's like a sponsorship, right? Like player of the game, this, that. They got Russell Westbrook there on that as well. So the Kings are, I mean, they're enjoying life. And internally, they're running their mouth as if they're 37 and uh, and 12 or something <laughs> along those lines. Okay, one other thing. Taylor, play the other one, which is they start playing some Bob Marley music 
as you Laker like fans, unbelievable. I mean, he's, he's uh, one of my favorite artists, but take a listen to when they're playing him. Listen to this. These are Laker fans on the Jumbotron starting to leave. Exodus. You just see, you see Laker fans leaving, guys wearing Laker logos, and then I don't know who was. Have a good evening. There's the PA guy. <laughs> just want to be traffic. Come on. Well, look. It, okay. I, I'm going to – Taylor is the Kings fan. You you are the, the person that when was – When the did the Kings the, become? Al, what, do you, what do you expect? This is what this is what guy this is what little brothers do, right? Mm-hmm. Little, little brothers, especially deadbeat little brothers like the Kings. Yep. This is this is what you do. You have little jabs that you can hit Big Brother with occasionally that get under their skin a little bit. Maybe it's something stupid. Maybe it's something kind of inside. Or pre- this is when you don't win games. Yeah. When you don't go to the playoffs. Yep. When you don't have any any basketball reasons to get excited about your squad, you troll the other guy's team who's having a bad night. That's what bad teams do. Listen to listen to Russ's response when I think it was Dan Wokey of the LA Times who brought it up to Russ in the post game. Okay, I, I, I couldn't really what, – what do you think he's going with that in the last 14 years? The is fact, he talking about himself? Is he talking about the Kings not making the playoffs? Is, what was he talking about? I take – because he said it with a little bit of bounce in his voice, that he was okay. kind of chuckling as he said it, I take it as a, you know what, I'm not a great shooter and I'm going to have nights every once in a while where I don't make shots. And, and I think he's, he's kind of poking a little bit of fun at himself. Because, you know, late, late, that same night last night he said, I couldn't make a blanking shot. Right, he 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 knew he had a terrible night. He's not crazy. He knew the ball wasn't going in the hoop. So it's probably like, yeah, I, I'm not Steph Curry or Ray Allen. I'm gonna have nights where I can't get it in the basket. I thought the that's cute was him going after the Kings. Like, really, you guys are gonna play this? And Trav, I, I get what you're saying. I, I get the point you're making. Was when you're a squad, okay, you're not. This is a. a it's a good moment for Kings fans, right? Like you, you win a game, it's you the beat the Lakers. Moment. That's it. What else but, are you going to celebrate? But there are, but there are a lot of teams that lose. There's a lot of fan bases that lose. Trev, do they do that? I haven't seen that before. No, have you seen they, that? I have not. Like you, you said something earlier. Like the Warriors aren't going to do that, but the Warriors yeah. have. They, they've got a resume, right? The the the, the, the. Let me back up a little bit. Okay. The Kings' only moment where they were relevant in the league their mm-hmm. only moment where they had a, a they had a, they had a couple of years where hey you, you know you got to take the king seriously where the weber bibby white chocolate doug had Christie, a chance to win a championship they yep. had a chance to win a championship they were really good who knocked them out the lakers the lakers in right? game so, seven so they, up they, there they've got a particular thing with the lakers so they're gonna really lean into it with the lakers so if they, the minnesota let's say carl anthony towns comes in and he can't get the ball in the basket right i don't know if they're do maybe they are i don't pay attention to the sacramento kings i don't really care enough to pay attention to them but the lakers in particular al they, yeah. when they get it when you get an opportunity to tweak the guy that has been king kong for so long Mm-hmm. that has been the best team in the league for so long, that has won so many championships over decades, and you can have that one little time to flick their ear, you're going to take it. It's cheap. It's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. But mm-hmm. that's what that's what Little Brother does, and that's what they were doing last night. I, I thought Russell's response to that was actually pretty good.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, so you're going to want to listen to Mason in Ireland today. You're going to want to listen to Sedano and Cap today to win your Laker tickets because we have a winner, Al. We just gave our tickets away. Ben Yabuye from Beverly Hills. He is going to go to the game, the Jazz and the Lakers coming up Come on Monday. Come on, give me a hug. Give me a hug on, uh, <laughs> yeah. on Monday. Yeah, you need to start doing uh, – I don't, I don't know how 7.30 you – 7.30 tip, by the way. Well, sure, why not? It's a day off for everybody. You can spend the day doing what you want and then go to a Laker game to, uh, you know, cap the night off and by get ready way, for the I- week. How about if you have that day off on Monday, that's a great day to have off. Oh, sure. Just with the NFL game and everything else. Look, Us, we'll be uh, – let's let's get up and go to work. We got, working. We got a long day. Double dip. I can't yeah, wait. No. I'm going to yep. do our show, and then I'm going to do the Rams, and then we're going to yep. do the Rams game, and then we're going to do the Rams postgame show at Hollywood Park Casino. Uh, I can't wait. I may be dragging you-know-what come Tuesday morning, but I uh, – I'm all in. ESPN Radio is presented by, absolutely is worth it, Progressive Insurance Pet Protection. Comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Let's try a quick fun. This kind of goes back to yesterday. Uh, Ann in Sun Valley. Ann, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Ann? Hello. Hi, Ann. Hi. I just want to let you know I was listening. I always listen, but I was listening yesterday, and I thought it was kind of funny because your young lady that you work with was totally wrong about her date. Back, um, the Food and Wine magazine, back in 2021, put out a big thing where they took Cheez-Its and paired it with wine. They gave you ideas of which ones that they thought would go in, and then if you didn't like it, they also said, then you can go out and pick whichever flavor Cheez-Its that you like and pair it with the wine that you think goes with it. So she, I believe, was very wrong about her date because it was a very big thing. You can even get them pre-boxed. Either by ordering them online and or going into the store and ordering them. Yeah, I was going to say, you can hey. just go down to Albertsons and get them. So, and thank you very yeah. much for listening to the call or listening to the show every day. And thank you for the call. So, Emily, what do you think? So, I think that I know that's true. So, I have seen like, you know, the Cheez Its with the wine, like actually, like the boxes all served together, like box wine, box Cheez Its. But it, he didn't ask one what wine I was getting. So he didn't know the pairing, so he yep. just kind of went went for what he wanted. And I would not say that original Cheez Its would go w- well with rosé, in my opinion. I would have okay. probably gone white ch- white cheddar Cheez Its is wh- where I would have gone. <laughs> You're mistaken, D. Okay, but it's also, and I think Emily, this probably has a lot to do with it as well. It's the presentation. It's the setup. Are you just walking in with uh, a box of Cheez Its? like an idiot or did you kind of go out of your way there's kind of a little bit more uh there's a little bit more from a presentation perspective hey i got some cheese it's i have this by the way i also got a little i brought a couple of plates as well i also have some actual real cheese right here got some grapes got some this got some that whatever else you know you want to pair it with this dude obviously wasn't thinking about that he stopped by, right. he stopped right. by valero on his way over and got cheese it's valero when did you move to texas I haven't seen a Valero since I moved from Houston. Are they here? Oh, they're all over the place here. Really? Yeah, there's one. Yeah, right. 
No, I, I, left I, here and I, right I, here, and there's flashback more. to Houston when you dropped yeah. the the Valero thing. Look, I, I don't know. First, first of all, Emily, I you you left out an important detail when you told this story yesterday that you just dropped right now. Rosé is an interesting choice on your behalf. I, no, I, I, Rosé yes. is wonderful. No, no, it, it's a beach, that's fine. It's a beach wine. It, it's fine. I'm not. I'm saying that you, if you brought a bottle of Rosé, for instance, to my home, right? We come, yes. You're coming over for Brian. I would be very grateful. Um, once in a while, I will have a little rosé, but it it it's kind of got a lane. It's not like a Chardonnay is going to hit everybody. A Cabernet is going to hit everybody. Like you can kind of there's Pinot. There's, you, Pinot is it's my favorite, right? Mm-hmm. But you you went with a rifle shot as opposed to a shotgun blast. You you picked a very specific lane but yourself. It's it was sunset on the beach. <laughs> sunset on the beach to me screams rosé, not a red wine. Okay, I'm just more of a Zima guy on sunsets. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I I'm, I'm okay, starting then, to. We'll go on his side now. <laughs> I'm not on his side. I'm, I'm on your side. Let's let's make that very clear. I am on your side, but that that's something that I don't I don't know. If I was going specific, Al, first date, you go general, right? You're not going super specific. You're trying to you're trying to get to know each other. Maybe bring. Here's what I do: bring them all. I bring bring every variety. Hey, I got rosé. I got. I'm not rolling in dough. I've got Chardonnay. Call me. I'll I'll buy. Get the little ones, right? You don't have to buy a a Magnum. You can get the little bottles that have a glass or two in it. You can uh, you can do that. Are you are you going specific, Al? And on a first date, are you going general? Got to bring. Just bring a forty. If you bring a forty, there's something about it. It's incredibly classy. Um, When was the last time you had one? When was the last time you had a forty? College. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, probably pretty close. It. Some Edward Not even as a gag. I, when I moved into one of the houses that we bought a million years ago, we've always had a fridge in the garage, right? Mm-hmm. And and so yeah, it's where you keep the beer and the extra gallons of milk and all that stuff. Uh, I would always have a couple of really terrible bottles of beer in there, like 40s and, and just off-brand junk. So whenever the new neighbor comes, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Oh, hey, can I get you a beer? Yeah, sure, great. Open that garage beer and hit him with a 40 just to see the reaction. Because if somebody laughs, it's like, okay, I got a chance. This guy might actually be okay. If they just, oh, uh, you know what, I'm good. Or or they just if they start drinking it, also really cool. But it's kind of like a litmus test. Like, do you get how I'm going to roll with this or not? If you just give him a... Coors Light, everybody's going to drink that, right? It's, it's fine. Everybody likes that. But if you hand them um, a Mickey's Hornet, <laughs> you're kind of making a statement at that point. Uh, I Listen, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, kind of play it safe on one of those. Yeah, I'll grab a, if I'm going to grab a bottle of wine, it's probably going to be a red, a Pinot, a Merlot, something like that. Yeah, that's is what, uh, it is. Is like what they is. said in Sideways, never Merlot. I'm not drinking any bleeping Merlot. <laughs> they kind of sunk the entire Merlot industry. All right, uh, Factor Cap is coming up next. Is Korean barbecue worth the work? And we're still going to do what uh, Kelly Stafford wants yeah. you to do, Rams 11.45. It's all coming up. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Shout out to Anne coming with the, uh, the facts about some <laughs> Cheez-Its and wine, but uh, I still stand by what I think. He likes okay. Cheez-Its. You like rosé. We all live another day. It's, it's all fine. Right. We'll Passionate keep it moving. topic. Uh, So last night, I went to Korean barbecue for the first time. Damn right you did. It was a great experience. I also, my friends and I thought we (laughs) were the only people getting their little trays switched out a ton of times because we were burning our meat but that's that's fine Uh, I also also was the tong person so I was the one in charge of flipping and uh, I think well, they got. Let's just it's say just they got a revoked firefighter at, one point. at the door. They're like, we'll just, yeah. we're, gonna, we're just going to sit and stand right here." <laughs> oh, also, one time I messed with the heat on the side because I thought it was too much, and the uh, flame ended up going out. And the worker came over and says, "Please do not touch this." And yeah, I was like, "Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay, it's your first." I guess time. so. It's your first he was time. like, "Oh, it could blow up," and I'm like, "Oh, didn't know that." Anyway, Korean barbecue is worth the work to put to put in to cook your own meat. Alan's is faster cat. Okay, so I, I think this has always been a conversation, like when. Some people that go to a restaurant, most people, and it's their opportunity to not do anything. It's their opportunity to kick back and enjoy a drink. It's their opportunity not to work. It's like you're unwinding, you're relaxing, you're having a good time. I think these are, I I don't know what it is. You ever gone to, uh, it's not just Korean barbecue, but you know how they have those, why am I forgetting the name of it? Um, What is it, Trav? Like a Tepan place kind of deal? The where they have the uh, the the soup and you're basically cooking the meat in there as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm forgetting the I'm yeah. forgetting the exact hot term pot? of it. Yeah, I think it's hot pot. That's exactly yeah. right. It is. Um, nobody's saying, hey, you got to go do the dishes afterwards. Nobody's saying that, hey, can you seat a couple people at the table? So it's funny when I hear people say, hey, I'm not going to a restaurant to work. Bust your own crap. Right, right. But I, but I think it's it's part of the experience. It's incredibly unique. And I really like it. I don't think I go to them enough, but every time I do go to one of those types of restaurants, I love that experience. I think it's part of the experience, and uh, I think it adds to it. It's it's 100% what you said. It's entirely dependent on what what are you looking for. Yep. Do you are, are you looking to go out and be served? Then that's not what you're going for, right? Whether and that's 95% pot, of the time right, anyways. Right. Yep. Korean barbecue, uh, fondue places, like all those places where there's an activity at the table. If you're looking like, hey, you can go out with friends and whatever, and it's an experience, then it, it's 100% because the food's great, right? Like, who doesn't like the, the finished product? It's fantastic. But I, more often than not, eh, why don't you just bring me the finished product and let me start stuffing my face? I don't, I don't need to go through the process of being a part-time chef while I'm trying to sit here and enjoy my martini. I'm, I'm, I, I will skip it most of the time. I'm all it in. It does taste good. Yeah, I'm all in. If you guys need me to – what. Windows need a little Windex. Give me a paper towel, real quick. Let's let's get can this you done. Run a, Al, can you run a mop over here, real quick? If this the floor is a little sticky back by Al, the men's room, I'm hey, just gonna clean this. The up vegetables. You gonna wash them? You gonna clean these up here? We gotta chop them up here. People are waiting. Yeah, no. 
I'm and don't I'm, worry, the uh, employees came over and started helping us a bit too because they could tell that we were all very confused <laughs> not doing it right. So uh, Somebody get over to Table 7 and help them before they yeah. blow the restaurant up, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wasting a lot of meat over there. Right. <laughs> and gas. So, <laughs> and gas. And gas. so uh, downtown is the worst place to drive in L.A. Travis, is this factor cap? It, it's going to be fact for a lot of people. It's it's cap for me. Everybody, depending on where you live, has the spot where you don't want to drive. Okay, when we were back in the studio, I, I'm in downtown five days a week, and I I'm, my schedule it's not so bad. I can navigate through it, and it's not the end of the world. It's a little, it's a little crowded, but for me, the, for the and Al, you'll appreciate this as yep. a San Diegan. Mm-hmm. It is from Dana Point till past Camp Pendleton. Right there's there's nowhere to go. That if you if you are in there and there is even one guy gets a flat tire, you're there for two hours. Yep. You're, you're just trapped. So there, it, it depends on if I know the area and there are ways to navigate around. Downtown, if there's a, a, a smack up or whatever, I can get around it. I know how to navigate my way through downtown. I know how to navigate my way through the 405 by the airport. Like I know how to maneuver around these areas. But down here in, in Orange County, once you get Dana Point to Camp Pendleton, you are trapped and it sucks and that is the worst drive in in Southern California for me. So I, I think it's fact, and but I think most downtowns are the worst place to drive, right? Like I think most cities, any city that's you know of decent size, yeah, you got okay. There's a trolley running through here. There's um, everywhere you look, you feel like there's a uh, there's a stoplight there. I've just been in positions because Trav, you and I have been driving into downtown Los Angeles for a long time. There is nothing worse than I can't get on the freeway. I can't get off the freeway. I can't. Everybody's just incredibly frustrated. And all I got to do is go two miles to LA Live. And I think the pregame show is going to start in a half hour. Like there's there's nothing worse than that combination. Okay. Can so I, be- I, I think because of that, I say it is the worst drive. Can I be a little gross for a second? I, I don't. I typically don't like to swim. I'm in not this sure. End of the pool. I'm not but sure. What 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 is a more anxiety-inducing experience. What you just described, you're stuck in traffic and work. And, and you know, yep. I, this is not this is not a flight, but our ju- it starts when it starts. Yeah, there right? is no, it, hey, there, I'm 15 there, behind. There, exactly. You can't call your boss and say, listen, I'm going to be there. I know it's 5.30, pregame, so I'll be there as soon as I can. It's looking like 5.50. It's not an option. The show starts at 5.30, right? If you are an accountant or somebody say, hey, boss, I'm going to be 20 minutes late, traffic script. Okay, no, no problem. Mm-hmm. Is that more anxiety-inducing, or is it that I'm stuck in traffic and I can't get off the freeway and I need to find a restroom immediately? Which of those is more terrifying? Because they're both terrible. I think it's work. (laughs) I think it's work because um, that feeling can also make you feel a certain way. So I think work, (laughs) I I, I would say that is... It can induce the second one. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll go with that. Yeah, I think that's probably the right answer. What's last, Emily? All right, so I uh, didn't tell you guys this yet, but my car keys, the battery in it doesn't work anymore. So I have a push to start car. So I have to have this, I have to put it in a weird spot in my car to start my car. Anyway, long story short, I went to a museum yesterday and I used valet parking. Mm-hmm. So I had to go through this whole spiel telling this guy how to start my car, how to, re- how to lock the car. You're like all Biff from stuff. Back to the Future. There's like a secret right. starter spot that only right. you know how to use it. <laughs> exactly. So it, it was kind of embarrassing and I was worried he wasn't, he wasn't going to remember when I came to pick it up. He was fine, but valet parking isn't worth it. Alan's is factor cap. 
I'm going to actually go fact on this. It's not that I don't use it because I do use it, but how many times do you sit there and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to pay 12 bucks or the parks are across the street. What am I doing? You know, or wait a minute. If I just park around the corner, there are 19 spots on the street and I'm giving them $12. Why am I giving them $12? And it's not like, look, I, I know these are all businesses. They're running their business. That's how they make their money. Um, I'm okay to pay valet. I think there's certain times valet definitely serves its purpose. But if you ask me, is it worth it? For me to hand somebody $12 and my keys for them to go around the corner and park in a parking garage, I would love to see if we can negotiate that, and I'll pay $5 and do it myself. Can we Can we work on this together? So I think, again, it has its purpose. I will use it, but is it, uh, is it worth it? I'm going to say no. I don't think it's worth it. I, I really like the visual of you rolling down your window. Let me make you an offer here, buddy. Yep. Let me see if we can work come to some sort of an agreement before I hand you my keys. I Where like do you park? Where do you uh, park? Exactly. I'm, I'm with you. It's it's fact. I hate valet parking. I hate it. Like the the only thing about COVID hashtag COVID blessing, right? Is that it basically killed valet parking in most places. They don't want people in and out of cars and everything else. So I'm all for it. I will park 38 blocks away to not give you your two mm. bucks. I just I I hate it. It's one of those things. Sometimes you have no choice. You got to do it. Whatever. But if there is an option, I will always choose street parking, self parking, something. I just hate to pay for that. I, I don't fancy myself a cheap guy. Like I, I will spend money on things that I like. I just get nothing out of that at all. I like to park my own car. So yeah, fact for sure. Well, now by the way, this changes now. Now you got that truck. You got that Silverado. You're pulling into that well, I nice. Just wanna... I just want to be in as Chris, long as I can. Mastros, <laughs> throw them the keys again. Now, you, Silverado, you actually, I'm more of a I'm more of a claim jumper guy now. That's kind of where I you know I need big portions. I want to make sure that there's lots of room. I'm that's yeah, you're a steak and potatoes guy. That, you drive that, a truck. That's right, absolutely. But I need a lot of it. Uh, we went to dinner last night, Mexican restaurant, like I mentioned, uh, Calo down here in um, Laguna Niguel. I parked my car roughly 6.3 miles away because sure. it was the only place I could find that yep. had three open spots next to each other so I could actually get the truck into the spot. I, I, wasn't... I think – I think I could be wrong on this. Don't quote me on it. I think your size truck you can park in red and you could park in loading. <laughs> yeah, and right in Just front of fire hydrants. Yep, yeah, confirm I'm that. basically a volunteer firefighter at this point. All right. Um, Kelly Stafford, the wife of Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford, has some advice for Rams fans. And uh, curious to whether or not you're going to buy into this. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So you want to fire Brandon Staley from the Chargers, and you want to fire Taylor from ESPN 710. Anybody else that you want to come for, Al? I'm not coming after Taylor. <laughs> Taylor came after me. 
<laughs> I played. I was in strictly defense mode. <laughs> yeah, you're. I I didn't start this, but I am going to finish it. You're it felt that good. guy. <laughs> it felt good for two hours to kind of let off some of that steam and the post game show yesterday. So I, I've been letting you, off steam for twelve hours. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. When when you're getting ready to do that on the post game yep. show, can you call me? Because I'd like to. I'd like to listen to that. I'd like to. You know, even though it's a little late at night and we start early in the morning, I'd like mm-hmm. to double back and listen to you get a little salty after a game. That'd be fun. Isn't that kind of funny? Because you know, you said this. A couple callers called in, and it's like uh, they've had losses like this before. Yeah. But why did? Why did? I, I don't really know how to explain to you why yesterday felt different to me. <laughs> it clearly did. I don't know. You tell me because I I've been... I I think. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why. I think this yeah. is part of the reason. Remember how you were saying yesterday? Hey, the second half of the season starts kind of start on a clean slate. Okay. Yeah. I think also too. If you really kind of look at the last, let's say, um, let's say week and a half, two weeks, their losses against Memphis, right? They lost to Memphis twice. They lost to Memphis um, in Memphis, then they lost to Memphis at Crypto.com Arena on Sunday. Mm-hmm. They've won ten in a row, so it's like, all right, well, I- I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay to lose to Memphis, but at least Memphis is a good team. So they haven't really had one of those bad losses in a couple weeks. That's fair to say. Like it's mm-hmm. been a couple of weeks, yeah. And, and I think I think yesterday just everything just boiled up for a quick second for a lot of Laker fans. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I, I just it felt like more of the same to me. Maybe there wasn't it wasn't quite Sacramento Kings lost territory, but they've played forty two games. They've won half. They've lost half, and they've looked kind of the same in all of them. Yeah. It's just it was just more of the same for me. All right, ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping vets in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. Um, Kelly Stafford, the wife of Matthew Stafford, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier in the week, that the, the Niner fans came out in force over the yep. weekend. It, there, were, there were more 49er fans. 86% to 14%. Uh, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe it was. It was it a was, lot. That's there was no other lot. way to put it. Yep. There were there were a lot. There were a lot of Forty Nine er fans. And we said that we thought it impacted the game. That there were moments Sean in McVay that game. Said so. Yep. Yeah. And you know, speaking of Sean McVay is going to join us in about forty minutes from right now. So make sure you're listening uh, to that. I said to you, was it Monday or Tuesday? That I, I think part of the thing is, is that Rams fans that are season ticket holders, maybe they sell off a game or two in an effort to offset the cost of a season ticket package. So, yep. all right, look, I can go to six games if I sell off these two games, and I'm it's basically a wash. You know, they're, they're expensive to go to. It's so, Kelly Stafford obviously believes something similar was going on, and she says that uh, on a podcast that Rams fans, you need to hold on to your tickets. Not gonna lie, I've never seen. So many of the opposing team's fans at a game. We came from Detroit, and there are a lot of good traveling teams there, but that was wild. Like, Matthew is on a silent count, and for those of you who don't know what that is, like, he can't call, it's like a, like, when he hikes the ball, it's either a loud count where you can hear him, and that's what usually quarterbacks are on when they're at home, or a silent count. Matthew is on a silent count. Jimmy Garoppolo was not, who's the opposing quarterback. It was crazy. I, again, I've never seen anything like that. Okay. Hmm. Tell him, Mrs. Uh, Stafford. Tell him. Okay. Um, okay. Here, right, here's, take, take a second here. Yep. Here's what I am never, ever going to mm-hmm. do. Okay. I'm not counting anybody else's money. 
Okay? I- I'm not doing it. If you want to buy your season tickets and you mm-hmm. want to offset the cost, that stuff's really expensive. Yep. And and not all of these people have money. I'll just keep it. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll eat the cost. This is the way a lot of people operate, right? That they, mm-hmm. they, they buy the tickets knowing that they can make, if not all, some of that money back by selling them on secondary markets. Mm-hmm. I get it. The, this is it's going to a, a sporting event. Not just, I'm not just talking random. I'm talking anything. It's t- it's you got to you got to dig in that pocket a little bit. It, they're they're not inexpensive. And if this is how you roll, look it, in a perfect world, every seat would be filled with somebody in Rams blue. Every mm-hmm. seat would be filled Dodger blue, Laker gold, wh- whatever your team is. It would be all of your people. I get that. But I'm not getting in someone's pocket. If this is how they want to roll, I, I get it. And, and if it turns out that you get a, a game or two where you got a ton of the other team's fans and that's the cost of doing business, I don't like it, but I get it. I, I still think you could be upset at your fan base. I, I still think you can you know, have a little emotion of like, what the hell is going on here? What do you wait? Where we're at? They're paying for their tickets. That's what's we're going at, on. We're at SoFi Stadium. It's the final game of the season. It's a critical game, and seventy percent of the fans are the opposing I, team. Yeah, I still think I, I think you know how you say this. You both sides could be right on this. I get mm-hmm. what you're saying. I understand. It, it's not. I, I've complained since I went to the one SoFi game, which by the way I didn't have to pay for a ticket. <laughs> that I paid eighty dollars right. for parking since. Mm-hmm. And how long ago was that? It was a Titans game, and yeah. I haven't been invited since. I don't know why, but I haven't been invited. <laughs> sure, it's since. a coincidence, Al. No, no, yeah. no correlation at all. Yep, totally yep. coincidental. But with that being said, listen, if you're telling me I'm at Crypto.com Arena and the Lakers are going up against the Golden State Warriors and 70% of the fan base is the opposing team, I'm not going to pretend like I'm not upset that there are fans out there saying, yep, profit here, profit there, profit there. Because you know what we also have done on this show, and that's happened a lot in L.A., how many times have we gone after the Chargers? Look how pathetic this looks. Yep. Look at the difference of fan bases. Yep. Go watch the game on national television and see that they're the they're the the constant joke around the NFL. Yep. This past weekend, there's no way you can put it. It was a bad look for the Rams because you also thought it impacted the game. One hundred percent. No, I. I'm, but the difference between the Rams and the Chargers in the situation. This is the first time that's happened. It's not every week. The, the Charger thing is literally every week. This was the reason it was so jarring, and it was. It, it absolutely was. I'm not going to tell you that it was. You know, oh no, no, this is the camera angle. It was the, uh, you know, the, the the director of the game is a 49er fan, and he was only showing. I would turn that. off the color on the TV. I would turn <laughs> black off the and color. white. It's just yeah, black and white. You have no idea. Old who's school, who. for sure. Remember, remember those TVs where you turn up the red or the green? Are you guys old enough to remember any of that stuff? Those manual, like, hey, this the color's all off on this. Turn up the the green like turn up the green what the hell does that even mean now all right but i'm gonna tell you i have no idea what you're talking about really i have no idea oh my god there was a red one and a green one and you could turn it back and forth to kind of mess with the color anyway i'm an old man whatever we had high Um, def since i was seven (laughs) oh my god you listen to music off the grammy the megaphone that's what you're talking about (laughs) exactly i will never forget i was walking through um costco Mm -hmm. right and I go by this TV, and it's hooked up, and it's broadcasting in high definition. First time yep. I'd ever seen it in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is, it's the only time in my life that I made, like, the crazy impulse buy. I'm like, I'm buying that. I've never mm-hmm. seen anything like that in my life. You look at a TV now, it's non-high def. It looks like somebody yep. smeared Vaseline all over the screen. It doesn't even look like the TV's broken. That's, that's, that's another topic for another day. 
I get it. I, I get that it was a bad look. I get that it affected, and I'm very happy that she explained to me what a silent count was. Thank you for that. Um, I get it. It's 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 no no bueno. She, she doesn't do the pregame show. <laughs> Neither does anybody in that game. They know what it is. Um, but I also understand how expensive it is to go to yeah. one of these things. I also understand that I buy tickets. You got to buy tickets to ten games. You're a season ticket holder. Ten yep. games, right? Yep. Okay. If I can sell yeah. two of those and go and let's just throw the preseason. You got to pay for them, but let's just throw yep. the preseason ones away. Okay. That you're not because nobody wants those anyway. But I can go to six games. I got to sell two. The two that are going to get me the most are the Niners. I'm just yeah. making up to you. Niners and Cowboys. Right? I can pay for everything else if I sell these tickets. I get it. But Trav, is it a bad look? Yeah. You're, but you're, I, I, come on, man. You're speaking from a fan perspective. You know, there's a lot of people who bought up a lot of those tickets for Rams and Chargers games just for this. It's sure. a business. It's nothing sure. else. It is to turn them, to flip them, like flipping a house. It. And they're flipping them for every game. And they, you know, they understand. Okay, Raiders are coming to town. This is a good profit. All right, Minnesota's coming to town. That one's not going to be as profitable. But right after that, Kansas City is going to be here. So it's it's not just. I think the picture that you painted tells part of a story, right? That's that. That's that diehard Rams fan that is buying those tickets, does understand, okay, I have the ability to sell some of these tickets to make up for some of the costs that I put into it. But there's also a ton of people. Can you imagine? You know what would have been a good investment? You know what would have been a good investment for you and I? Is that we bought Chargers licensed tickets because even if you and I don't have interest in going, it doesn't matter. It's all the other opposing fan bases that want to come to L.A. and watch a game. Yeah, but – yeah, you're right. We should have. <laughs> we should have. Should have. The hell that. are we doing? What, why? Why did you bring this up today? Why are you bringing this up on January 13th? Where were you two years ago when these tickets went on sale? Uh, I, was... I'm more wait till. Okay, yep. Facebook's way too expensive. Yep. Now I'm. Well, I can't hey, buy it now. Al, I, I got another. Now. I got a business venture for us. You ready? Yeah. We should or we should uh, open up a chain of coffee shops. Where we charge like I don't know four or five bucks a coffee. Sure, you just pay with it with your phone, and we'll just constantly reload, so it's not even real money. And we're going to put one on every corner in America, and we'll get everybody. What do you think about that? I'd rather just be the uh, person giving the five dollars than receiving the five dollars. Yeah, I. It's a bad look. Yep. Is yep. it going to change? Nope. Well, and I, 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 I think it? I think the Niner game was the extreme. I, you're yeah. not expecting oh, for that sure. Monday. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. On no, Monday. it's not going to be on Monday because it's the Cardinals. It, put it to, let's let's flip this around. Mm-hmm. If the Dallas Cowboys were coming in here for a wild card game, sure, uh, <laughs> it might be a little different. It's up to the Rams. Rams fans got to get it squared away. They got to they got to decide what do they want it to be. They want to be that diehard thing, or do you want to pay for your tickets? I I get both of them. All right, um, you've fired people. You've name called people. Now you want to bench people. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.